Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Monday, May 18th, and that means it's time for another episode of Chatting with Agnes and Cecilia. I'm Cecilia Sepp. I am the principal and founder of Rogue Tulips. We do 501c consulting and association management services. We also provide distinctive projects for those needs that maybe don't quite fit into the strategic plan. I'm here today with my friend, colleague, and co-host, Agnes. So let me throw it over to Agnes to introduce herself and say hello. Thank you, Cecilia. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to our global audience. My name is Agnes Amos Coleman. I'm an author and a consultant with Rope Tillers. Over to you, Cecilia. Great. Thank you, Agnes. And today we are really excited to have Arnold Sanow here with us. He is a member of the mastermind group that I participate in at the National Press Club here in the D.C. area. And Arnold is the author of a book. Let me share the screen with you so you can see the book. So, Arnold has written a book, Get Along with Anyone, Anytime, Anywhere, Eight Keys to Creating Enduring Connections. And we thought this would be a great topic to have during the pandemic period, uh, simply because we're eventually going to have to be in the same room with each other again. And so we thought talking about how can we get along with each other would be great. So let's uh, throw this over to Arnold. And Arnold, why don't you introduce yourself for the audience? Yeah, hi, uh, Cecilia and Agnes. Thank you for having me. And uh, I've, been, uh, I've been a speaker, trainer, coach for over 30 years and done about 2,500 programs focusing on helping leaders and teams get along better uh, with their customers, coworkers, and employees through better communication, emotional intelligence, uh, and people skills. And, um, and, and I'll turn that back to you, but that's, that's uh, what I've been doing and I keep doing it and, uh, and I'm working virtually and, you know, as we all have a lot of times too with some of the programs I offer as well as in person, which hopefully will come back soon. So, well, uh, so Arnold, what inspired, uh, sorry to catch off a little bit there, but uh, since we are a, a short episode series, sure. I want to jump right in. Uh, so what inspired you to write this book, Get Along With Anyone, Anytime, Anywhere? Well, you know, when you look at it, when you look at the problems that are going on, I, I always found out I have an organizational development and psychology background. And, and when you look at companies that I work with, there's an old saying that only 15% of somebody's success in a job is based on their technical skills. And 85% is their social, their communication, their emotional intelligence on how well they're going to get along. And I felt that, you know, that was needed more than anything. And every time I mentioned the word get along to anybody, everybody says, oh, God, nobody gets along at our office. And so <laughs> people keep hiring me. So uh, and that's not necessarily true. But but it's we do things inadvertently sometimes that gets gets in the way. Yeah, well, well, that's actually a good point. What What are some examples of people maybe inadvertently doing something that prevents them from getting along well with their teammates? Well, a good example of this, let's say Agnes is my boss, and I'm walking down the hall one day, and I say, good morning, Agnes, and she says nothing, and I'm her employee. And so she, and so what happens is I start thinking, oh, God, she hates me. She doesn't like me. And, and it's all inadvertent. And it's, there's an old saying, it's, it's not just what's said that's important. It's what's not mm -hmm. said that's important. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people miss that point. It's like that, that uh, saying, no response is in itself a response. Exactly. And I think yeah. we all take that pretty seriously as well, too. So I love the concept of your book that you can get along with anyone. So what might be <clears throat> a tip that you would have to get along with somebody, to, to get along with anyone? Like, what's one thing you can do? 
Well, first of all, I, um, I, I can't do anything with teenage girls, so don't, don't ask me about that one. <laughs> no, so, nobody can. So, so, yeah, nobody can, so I'll leave that one alone. But, so, so I'll take that off. I should have put a disclaimer there. Um, but the, the, one of the best things to do is really appreciation. Um, and when I say appreciate, there's an old saying, appreciate to be appreciated. And mm -hmm. it's interesting, too, because a lot of the companies that I work with, I did a retreat for a law firm recently, and I told everybody that they had to share one thing they appreciated about each person in the room. And they all looked at me like I was like from outer space, like who wants to do that? <laughs> and a lot of them didn't get along anyway, but they started doing it. And, um, and first of all, when you show appreciation, you feel good too, plus the other person feels good when they, when they get that appreciation. So, uh, and then afterwards they said, well, can we do this tomorrow? And I said, no, we did it today, but I want you to continue to do it in the future. So I would say appreciation be one of the things. So like do it at your own staff meetings on a regular basis. Exactly. Um, and the staff, and, and at least if you don't want your staff to do it, the leader should always start off a meeting saying, I appreciate Cecilia. I appreciate that you came in early today. Mm -hmm. Agnes, I appreciate that you did that extra work. You know, not, don't say I appreciate you have nice hair or your clothes are nice or, oh, you yeah. know, it's gotta be something that's specifically that they did. Yeah, and can we say liability if you start talking about it, how people look? That's another. Oh yeah, never, never going to go down. That <laughs> that's another topic. What's the three things you don't want to talk about? Sex, politics, and religion. So that's right, especially at the dinner table. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will hate you. Yeah. Well, and that's something I I know Agnes and I uh, try to do on a regular basis is appreciate other people. Uh, a lot of people may not know this. Agnes and I used to work together okay. at ACHCA. That's how we met. And uh, when we would have our, it was a virtual organization. And so it was very important to try to build connection. So every month at our monthly virtual staff meeting, we had what we called the kudos mm -hmm. agenda item where we would thank people on the team for things they had done mm -hmm. for each other. And so that was a very popular thing. So I agree with that. Is there, uh, well, first of all, Agnes, uh, do you have questions or comments? At this oh, point? absolutely. I, I think one of the value that Arnold's book brings to the table is the ability. Uh, I, I, I love the book because it would help definitely transform business. Because uh, if you have a business, no matter how successful you are, one of the value of doing business with your stakeholders is the ability to show a united front. So I, I think that there's this book is definitely a must read for uh, leaders in, in particularly in our social association and outside of the association. The other thought process that I, I, I'm thinking about as I'm looking at this book and I kind of read the, the, the overview is that it's not only just relevant for people that work together, more so now that we've become a virtual community because we're more disengaged now than we've ever been before. So I see tremendous value for this book as people are getting back into, whether going back remotely into their workplace or coming in, in, person, in, in person relationships as well. So there's tremendous value all around. Yeah, that's a great point, Agnes. And so Arnold, are there different ways to connect that you would recommend virtually? I mean, obviously we know it's, it's different than in person, but what are some things you would recommend for virtual connection? Well, one thing I, I recommend, especially for a virtual connection, and, and this is like I talk to like business people doing this, is, is first of all, you, you need to be enthusiastic. Um, uh, people are more convinced by your energy, enthusiasm, and conviction than anything else you do. And, and especially when you're online, especially when you're virtual. I mean, it can be after about five minutes, I think the studies show people start doing everything else uh, when they're online if it's not engaging. And so the question is, then how do you keep people engaged? 
Uh, and you can do certain ice, I mean, there's certain icebreakers you can do. I mean, you can even ask people something like, you know, what's your favorite color and, you know, and, and why, you know, and stuff like that. Or, or another thing I like to do in the business world is, you know, what did you do yesterday? Um, what did you, what are, what are you, what did you complete yesterday? What are you doing today? And are there any blocks that are getting in the way, anything that's blocking you? And it's a quick thing that it's, it's like standing meetings when you have them. Another thing I like to do sometimes is have people get up and stand, um, you know, just to keep the energy up a little bit, exercise, you know, ice breakers, uh, things like that that get in the way. And I, I would also say after every five minutes or so, um, there should be an option to solve a problem. So it's not just you or me or, Agnes talking all the time. Um, mm -hmm. It should be other people in that case. Interesting. So, mm -hmm. uh, Agnes, any comments that, uh, about that? I think that's a really interesting point. About I think that's a, that, that's a great idea. And it kind of brings me back to when we worked at the same association, uh, when we have our business meetings uh, with the staff, how we would really discuss, you know, generally what, what we're doing and not only what we're doing, but you were more interested in how we were feeling as individuals. And I see a camaraderie there because you think about your team and a leader that thinks about the team is definitely going to get the best out of them. So it's a good way to start a exactly. meeting when a leader kind of shows personal interest in how you're feeling and how you're doing. And you kind of exemplify that when we work together. So. Oh, well, thank yeah. you for the comment. <laughs> Appreciate that. So Arnold, you mentioned you've worked with law firms and, I assume you've worked with a lot of different types of businesses. Right. Have you found there's a particular kind of business that seems to have more trouble getting along with each other than others? Well, you know, I hate to say this, but it tends to be, uh, well, actually I shouldn't, I'm not going to knock law firms because I do a lot of work with them, but a lot of the technical part of people and, and there's a difference and you got to realize too, there's introverts and there's extroverts. And mm -hmm. um, sometimes when you get a little too touchy feely, um, in these in the in that area it gets it gets a little tough for example my wife's a lawyer and um, one of the things she said the other day she says oh i got to go to one of these stupid touchy-feely training sessions i said well, that's, that's what i do <laughs> so anyway but, but i mean but i think lawyers and some technical people tend to see it in a different way um you know because it can get a little you got to be vulnerable vulnerable to um to hear certain things and to deal with certain things, especially when you're talking about things like empathy and uh, emotion and emotional intelligence and, you know, all these other issues that uh, blaming other people, accountability, um, you know, you got to watch out for that stuff. Right. Well, and I think that's kind of a common human reaction to point the finger at somebody else immediately. And I think, you know, we're all married. So I think we all know that for a fact, like, oh, my spouse. But then you take a step back and breathe and realize, well, no, I, I have some responsibility in this situation. Right. So that's really interesting. I, a lot of people don't know this. I have something of a legal background. I'm not a lawyer, never mm -hmm. went to law school, but I have worked at two different law firms and uh, noticed because of the law being very uh, fact-based, uh, very research-based, uh, and, and just kind of the culture of law firms, you do tend to see people having some difficulty communicating sometimes. Uh, there's a hierarchy. So have you, have you seen other professions or businesses that have those kind of hierarchies that may also be kind of getting in the way? Like yeah. I know medicine has, has a lot of hierarchy. I'm sorry. 
medicine, the medicine, medical. Oh, yeah, medicine. Yeah. Have a lot of yeah, I worked with a pharmaceutical firm recently too. And where, when you talk about the hierarchy, I think it was just the, the different levels of people in there and people treat people in certain ways based on that. And, um, and although you got to watch out because I was coaching the CEO of a big pharmaceutical firm a while ago and he started just talking to everybody in the company and you know you should management by wandering around you should be doing mm -hmm. that but he actually got into discussions with them about little things and and he says and he told me one day so well, I'm just one of the guys and I said no whatever you're, you're not just one of the guys what you say can scare people to death and all that stuff too. <laughs> so, so I think there's a different when you talk about hierarchy you got to watch out too that you don't um, you know start going, you know, layers down and start telling them secrets and stuff like this, because it gets in the way of, it, it just causes dissension and stuff within the company. That's very funny, though, what you just said about be careful what you say to people, because you are the CEO. Right. For example, I worked at a, a specialty bar association years ago, where the CEO, chief staff executive, said something to the receptionist about Delta Airlines was having some sort of problems. This is like 25 years ago. And uh, he said something about they were rationing paper clips. Mm -hmm. So he basically told her the story and he walked away. She comes to my office with a big envelope and says, you need to give me all your paper clips. And I said, what? And she said, well, Fred said everybody has to give me their paper clips. And I said, no, I don't think Fred said that. Why don't you go back to your desk and I'll get back to you on that. And so I went into Fred's office and said, why did you tell Paulette that she's got to take all our paper clips? And he said, I never told her that. And I said, well, what did you say to her? Because what you just yeah. said, Arnold, she's going around trying to take everybody's paper clips. And so right, yeah. back, you know, and say, no, I was just telling you the story. So that's actually a really good point. So you can't get along with your staff without telling them everything, which mm -hmm. uh, I, I do know having been a former CEO and just being a leader, you do have to be cautious right. about what you actually say to people. Like, don't call your staff. Uh, ungrateful serfs, for example, right. um, even jokingly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not a good one. I wouldn't that's recommend that either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're, at, we're kind of at our two-minute warning already. So, Arnold, what would be, in one or two sentences, what you would like people to take away about getting along with anyone, anytime, well, anywhere? Well, I think the key thing right there is there's an old saying, um, it was says understand others first before having them understand you. In other words, if you want to if you want to get along with people, you need to communicate in ingredients that they find is important and not just what you find is important. Uh, you know, in that area, and 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 so I, I would say focus on that aspect of of understanding others, uh, where they're coming from, uh, their backgrounds, and the old saying like treat everyone like you want to be treated, which is not really true. You want to treat people like they want to be treated. Um, and I have my own communication styles exercise exercise I do each time and you know and, and, and there's a lot of those out there but but it's one of those things that I would say the key would probably be understand others first before having them understand you um, and, and treat them the way they want to be treated and I think if you can start off with that point you're way ahead of everybody else uh, in yeah. that case that's a great point on the golden rule yeah exactly. I like that so Agnes what are what are your closing thoughts today you know, I, I think the book is a great idea. As I said earlier on, it's a must buy by any leader, even if you're not a leader. I think it's very important because every association or every individual comes with different personalities to different associations and organizations. So my question to you, Arnold, would be, where would where can we get your books? Where is it, you know, is it published by Amazon? Where if people are interested, where can they buy this book? 
Well, let, let me tell you, I'll tell you this first, because the hard copies you can buy online anywhere, and it's in some, it's in bookstores. Um, but if for the people that listen today, if you are interested, um, uh, and, and join, I have a news email newsletter list too. If you join that, I'll actually give you a free copy, a PDF electronic copy of that book. I'll send you an electronic copy of that book for people that listen to the show. So um, today on that point. So it's, there you go. It's free. Except, I, except don't try to take it and then sell it. If I see it on eBay tomorrow after you get a free one, <laughs> then, I'll, then I'll, know, I'll know it was from you. But, but, but I'll make an offer to the people of the show. I usually, I'll, I'll do that for people to sign. I have an email newsletter that has two-minute tips that goes out every week. Um, you know, I had eight ways to deal with anger in a virtual world last week and stuff, things that are relevant yeah. to people. So um, if they sign up, I'll, uh, uh, and I'll give my email address in a minute, but if they sign up, I'll be happy to give you a, also send you a free PDF electronic copy of the book. Well, they're so generous. Thank you so much sure. for giving our audience a gift. And uh, how, how can they sign up for the e-newsletter? The e yeah, the way to do it is just go to speaker, S-P-E-A-K-E-R at Arnold, A-R-N-O-L-D, Sano, S-A-N-O-W.com. So speaker at ArnoldSano.com sign up and say, I want the book. And there you go. And I'll send it, send you a PDF electronic copy. Wow. Well, thank you so much. Um, we have to go rogue for now, okay. but we want to thank Arnold for joining us today. And hopefully he will come back because uh, like many of the authors I know, like Agnes, he's written more than one book. So mm -hmm. we will definitely have him back to talk about some of his other publications. And uh, on behalf of myself and Agnes, uh, thanks for watching the show this week. We'll be back next week with another guest. And uh, as we like to say, take 15 minutes and talk to somebody because you might learn something. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about Rogue Tulips, you can go to roguetulips.com and see more about us and our Rogue Tulips Consulting Network. Uh, we're also supporters of the 501C League, which is a virtual organization for everyone in the 501C community and the people who love them. Check out the league at the 501Cleague.net. And if you need that CAE ethics credit, the league offers a course that does that. So. Uh, thanks again, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Arno. We Thank look you. forward to coming back again. And that's it for this week, folks. Uh, don't miss an ep episode. Subscribe on our YouTube channel or listen on audio podcast at anchor.fm. So until next time, bye for now. Bye.